I'm Kira. And, and this is One and Done Podcast. Join us in the discussion of young motherhood when shit really hit the fan. Today we're going to be discussing, have we always wanted kids, and how did we end up here? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Have you always wanted kids? Yeah. <laughs> For me, I, yes, to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember growing up and we had so many kids in the family, and there was a big age gap between me and all the other cousins. And so I kind of just stepped into this role of, especially at family gatherings, oh, hanging yeah. out with the kids. Yeah. And, kids stable. Um, yeah, <laughs> always. <laughs> always. Uh, so, yeah, there was a long time in my life where family would make comments oh, you're going to be such a good mom, and like, you know, when it happens, and whatever, whatever. So when it came time for, for Nico, he was a happy surprise, and we were ready to welcome a kid at that point in our lives. Oh my gosh, that is beautiful. It was, and it was very exciting. I will say, there were a couple times before that, um, where my boyfriend and I had gotten pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, the first time we got pregnant, I was absolutely not ready for kids. Yeah. I was terrified, and so I made the decision to get an abortion. Yeah. I mean, okay, so first off, how old were you? That's a good question. I must have been like 19, like yeah. I wasn't even Life old enough to drink, started. I was like a baby. Yeah. Probably just got your license. Yes. <laughs> not feel ready at all um and so I felt that that was the best decision at the time mm-hmm. and there was a, another pregnancy after that where I felt a little bit more ready oh. and we were moving forward with it we had announced to family oh. both grandparents and we actually lost that pregnancy oh and then when it came time for Nico we were ready and excited we were very hesitant to share the news because of what we've been oh. through and I was a little bit apprehensive that I would lose the pregnancy because I had lost one Um, And I was so, so worried that I had, like, messed up my body by getting an abortion. Well, I mean, I I feel like a lot of people try to scare young girls out of, and it it is true, you know, it does make it harder, but I feel like a lot of people try to scare you out of abortion just because, you know, people people don't love it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I I feel like they'll tell you, like, oh, you're going to make pregnancy and your chances of getting pregnant in the future way harder. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, there is a lot of success after abortion, too, and mm-hmm. I don't feel like anyone ever talks about that. Yeah. I feel like that uh, really does a good job of scaring people out of it. Definitely. And on miscarriage, too. I mean, I wish, after I had a miscarriage and I started talking to the women around me, I found so many women who had also gone through that, and I feel like there's a shame around it. Like, you're blaming your body. That, yeah. You know, you did something somehow that caused the miscarriage. Um, I wish that was talked about more, too. Yeah. I, I was actually really grateful. Um, my doctor, because I, I experienced a lot of bleeding um, and very early on pregnancy with Julian, and I was so grateful. My doctor just reassured me that there's nothing I could physically do within my body to mm-hmm. cause the miscarriage, whether it's, it's it's successful or it's not successful. Yeah. And I was so grateful for that, and it, it just so reassured. Jumping back. Yeah. Did you want kids? Oh, <laughs> um, yes. Julian was so beyond planned. Mm-hmm. I. Oh my gosh, I remember just, um, I, I wanted my IUD out, yeah. I had that in for five years, it expired, and I told Juan, I'm like, I'm ready, yeah. we're doing it, and he was on board, I remember screaming at him in the closet, and I was like, we're having a kid, uh, I'm ready, yeah. he's like, okay, if you want it, we'll have it, and um, yeah, we we were really trying for it, and every no was the most disappointing thing, Right. and that one, yes, was beyond tearful. Like, I, I don't even know why I recorded it, but I recorded one of my rejections. Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh, it was like my heart got ripped out. Juan needed to give me, like, a good couple hours of space. Yeah. And then the next time, it was positive. And 
It's amazing. It was like months of taking prenatals, trying to, and I, I think this is something that really frustrated me, is um, getting the IUD out. The doctor did not tell me, and I guess I should have just known, but um, the doctor didn't tell me that your body needs to acclimate to not having those hormones and, you know, getting used to being a fertile person and yeah. totally makes sense. I wish I didn't put that pressure on myself, but Absolutely. I remember asking the doctor too, like, how soon can I get pregnant? She's like, oh, right away. Okay, cool. That's what I want. No, no, but it took like three or four months to actually get pregnant. I thought something was wrong with me and then, you know, they tell you wait a year. Nothing yeah. was wrong. I'm a fertile myrtle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beautifully. And uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's just weird trying to get pregnant, like doing it intentionally and then not being told everything. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> you never told everything. That's a whole other journey. It's like for us, it was a surprise. So mm -hmm. there was no planning or trying. So when it happened, it was just like, yay, great. We yeah. did it. Yeah. When you're planning for a baby, I can't imagine the emotions behind that for you and for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like... I remember when I found out we were positive, I came in sobbing. And, like, I wanted mm -hmm. to be that person that did the super cute, like, reveal yeah. to my husband. And, like, oh, we're so excited. No. I literally went in sobbing, like, full-on ugly oh. tears. And I told him, <laughs> I told him, you just got to read it. And he's like, I, if it's a no, I can't look at it. The difference between planned versus unplanned, happy surprises, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is a totally different experience. And, um, yeah, I, I just know it was months of preparing mentally, physically. I had quit the caffeine. I was taking mm. the prenatals. I was doing the walks. Yeah. I, I wanted to be the perfect pregnancy, you know, uh -huh. and it, I did everything I could to make that happen. And to just get rejected after trying so hard, that was yeah. not ideal. And I know there's so many other women in the world that just can't get pregnant. And I, I feel so awful for them just because yeah. I have those three months of nose. I'm lucky it was only three months, you know, and... I, I couldn't imagine. I like. I, I feel like having a baby is my greatest blessing, just yeah. because I know how hard it was to get pregnant. Right. It's mind blowing. And I feel. I know one of my other good friends. Same thing. Trying, trying, trying mm -hmm. forever. It took a while for it to catch and for her to have a viable pregnancy. Um, but then there are also so many women out there who try for years and then finally decide to go IVF route, which I think is such a huge blessing. Such a huge blessing. Oh my gosh. Oh that. Would you ever try surrogacy? Oh, that's a good like, question. Would you be a surrogate? Or would you have a surrogate? Or? Knowing the bond that I had with my baby inside my womb, <laughs> I don't think I could be a surrogate for someone else. Oh. I could see myself in the delivery room, like, fighting to the death to keep the baby. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then the selfish part of me just because I'm so controlling, I don't know if I would be comfortable with someone else growing my day. <laughs> yeah, what about you? I have actually strongly considered it, but I'm also stuck in like, I don't know if I really want to be pregnant again. Yeah. Um, my husband does not love the idea of it, but I think it'd be a really cool experience. I, and what a beautiful thing to provide for uh, another family who is struggling. So cool. like, I'm sitting here anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I can have time. I'm a fertile myrtle, like I said. Yeah. I could totally make it happen, but. What about egg donation? I don't know if I could do that one. Because that is 100% of me. Yeah, that there's a little you out there. Yeah, a little, uh, that I, do, like, do I get, obviously not rights, but do I get to know the baby? And right. I don't know. Like, that one, I, that one might be too hard for me. I could not imagine. I don't think <laughs> I could do that either. I will say, I do know someone who donated an egg or two oh. um, and used that money to finance their first home. 
So the financial opportunity it provides is extremely oh tempting. Oh my gosh. But yeah. So how much are we talking? That <laughs> sounds like 12 grand each time. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Upwards of 10. Yeah. I mean, do you want more kids? No. Right. I don't know. So jump cut to my biological father, okay. like, you know, helped create me, but was not there for my childhood at all. So yeah. I kind of compare that. Yeah. To egg donation, it's like oh, you have to create this child, and it's your child out there in the world somewhere. Okay, well that's a beautiful way to look at it. I mean, kind of maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, do you call him sperm donor? Does your mom call him sperm donor? Um, yeah, we <laughs> well, didn't we didn't talk much about him growing up mm -hmm. in our household. Um, when I met him, I always just referred to him by his first name. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. My mom would kill me. <laughs> you call me mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a whole other. We'll have to do that for another episode. It's like finding my birth dad and oh, yes. all that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I grew up a big daddy's girl, and yeah. I, I was fortunate to have my biological father. So yeah. that that I would love to see the difference in it because my brother also he did not have his biological dad, and that was a whole other thing. Yeah, and I just feel like not only girls and boys is it different for, but. Mm. I, I would really be interested to see. I will say how that I was you. super fortunate. My mom met, technically he's my stepdad. He's my dad. He raised me. He was there for all the sports. He coached me in soccer. He was like, he was it for me. And I am <laughs> so thankful that he stepped up. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, I guess there was like a little bit of that like, oh, I don't have my biological dad there, but that void was absolutely oh. filled. So. I, I just feel like I need to say that too. Yeah. Like I didn't feel fatherless. I yeah, guess. yeah, but yeah. And that is so important. And that's not at all what I'm like saying. No, for sure. No, no. I just want to make sure because I know it's an emotional topic because it does a, it does get me. Yeah. But um, yeah. It just it, it is. I it just makes me grateful for my husband being there for our my son. Yeah. And like like I couldn't ask for a more present person. Yeah. And I I have seen your your baby daddy doing mm -hmm. the same, and it's just sweet. It is. And I love I love. Kind of seeing them write our coattails of like yeah. the gentle parenting. Yeah, yes. so they're like, okay, whatever you're gonna do, I'll get behind it, but I need yeah. you to show me the way, which I absolutely will. <laughs> I will tell you what direction we're going. Like, don't you worry. Yeah, it'll, it'll be smooth. And oh my gosh, I do have to say, I'm really jealous of the little safety stool that you got for Nico and him oh. cutting his own fruits. And oh my gosh, it's so cute. It is. It is. That was definitely. Speaking of parenting styles, I mm, it's hard to put a label exactly on what I'm doing because every freaking day is different and I'm like trying to push through, trying to do my best. I would say we're like kind of gentle, a little bit of Montessori, also sometimes like whatever's gonna get us through. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean have you have you tried like the, the cry it out method at all? Uh, no. Okay. No. That was and I guess that's another interesting yeah. thing too, was like bringing baby home from the hospital. Mm -hmm. I thought that I was going to have a bassinet by my bedside and the baby would sleep in the bassinet. And I think I got through like three, the first three nights of that before oh. I pulled babe into the bed with me. Uh -huh. um, and he hasn't gotten back out since. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that reminds me of uh, this celebrity that I've actually been uh, not really following, but she apparently still bed shares with her 11 year old. And oh. a lot of people are not into it. And I, I can't see myself giving up the bed sharing. That's hard. It, does she have a partner? I don't think so. Okay. I, I think it is just her. But I think it's the, um, 
the prepubescent, the young, like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe he does need privacy, but I feel like if he really wanted it, he'd be asking for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like, too, it's so hard to navigate that yeah. line. Like, that's still your kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, like, I'm not going to cuddle my baby. Are you yeah. kidding? He's going to crawl in my bed and I'm going to say no. I'm always going to say yes. Oh, my gosh. There's just no way I'm going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah, no. How did you transition? Was it, like, sharing beds from day one? Or how'd uh, that go? So, my husband was super nervous about SIDS in general. So he was super, um, baby needs to sleep in his bed, mm-hmm. baby needs to do that. And I was I was on board with that. I was just as nervous, but he genuinely like would not sleep unless he could, like knew the baby was breathing and good. Yeah. We had no reason to think that SIDS was happening or anything. It was just that anxiety. Mm-hmm. Of and, course. Um, you know, empty crib, all the things. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as he turned six months and could roll over all by himself, mm. snatched him up and put him on bed. Yeah. And I, I can't get him out of my bed. I don't want to get him out of my bed. No. Uh, my husband bought the mattress to try to start nap training because we get nap trapped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A term I coined from you. <laughs> we get nap trapped. Yes. All the time, every day. There's not a chance that we're going to be doing anything productive. Mm-mm. It's Mm-mm. not going to happen. And there are days where I'm down for the contact naps. I need it. I need it just as bad as he does. Like, yeah. Do you feel the rush of endorphins? Yeah. Like, like you just inhale the baby and just like, feeling their weight. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the no. world. It is worth everything. Yeah. I, I, it's my favorite thing in the world. So I am not in any rush to transition. No, I know. I think naps is good. Like we, mm-hmm. on the topic of you guys buying a mattress, we had a crib that we never used. Um, and so when my son turned one, I converted it to a toddler bed, kind of to go along those yeah. lines of like Montessori style. Right, right. And there, he does pretty good. So whenever I put him to sleep, it's always on the boob, and he always falls asleep eating oh, boob. Yes. Um, and sometimes I'd say like 70% of the time I'm able to transfer him to either our bed or I started putting him in his room on his bed for naps. Oh my gosh, wait, um, he has his whole, a whole room? Yes. Oh! Yeah, yeah. yeah, it doesn't get much use other than the <laughs> no. bed So that's why we're trying to put naps in there because I'm like, we have this beautiful room for you. Oh um, and I want it to get some use. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we are also trying to work on, I don't know, the nap transitions. Yeah. But it's hard. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I, do you think it's harder for him or for you? For me, yeah. For me, I'm still, like, so with contact naps, you're nap trapped, right? You can't do anything at all. Oh, um, I feel like I can't <laughs> do anything at all when he's in his bedroom because I'm running back every two seconds just making sure he didn't wake up and he's alone or, I don't know, somehow fall off his bed or whatever it is. So, yeah. Do you use the baby monitor? No. <gasps> oh! That was so, yeah, I don't know. And that's another thing, too, is that I'm always with him. Yeah. Right. Even now, this is transitioning for naps. But, like, why would I need a baby monitor when I have my own eyes? He's right. always with me. Mm-mm. I don't know. Do you guys do a monitor? Um, we did at the very beginning, and it was more of, um, Javon was nervous. My husband was nervous that I was going to fall asleep with baby. Mm-hmm. And... I was fine. I felt confident with it, but I understand his nerves. And like I said, he had the anxiety of the SIDS and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I was just trying to be respectful of it. It was really kind of funny to be woken up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, hey, your dose are you good. Put the baby in the crib. Okay. That's hard. Yeah. That was oh, my so hard. How was, um, this is interesting, how was 
I don't even know how to word it. Watching, <laughs> watching your man step into fatherhood. Um, because I know for us, like during pregnancy, yeah. it starts so early. Or even like trying to get pregnant, you yeah. are in that mommy mindset yeah. immediately. I mean, I feel like we are in mommy mindset the day we get our periods. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we just we know that we are meant to produce. We got to protect ourselves. All that right from the get go. Yeah. But but yeah, men, it's very different. They they just got plumbing, <laughs> yeah. and they don't have those mindsets. And I. Now with so many people becoming pregnant in my life, I am seeing the switch of their partners go from boyfriend or husband to I'm a dad. Mm-hmm. I wear dad shoes. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking the grill. Me too, the, star, the, the, what is it? The, yeah, the grill got me caught up. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so fun to see them step up and just that whole mental switch is just so bizarre. Yeah. And it makes me wonder like what our mental switch looks like to them. Because they, like, it's so, in my case, it was really drastic, yeah. but, like, to them, does it look like we're getting uptight? Does it look like we're going crazy? It has you to, know, right? Like, I can't imagine. No. I mean, it, I, I really wonder. I mean, he says I was really good, really mellow. I know I had a couple mental mm. breakdowns. And, yeah. You know, but, like, that, that switch of not pregnant to pregnant, wanting to be mom, not being mom. I'm, very, I'm really curious, curious to hear the yeah. viewpoints on that. Yeah, we'll I, have have I asked him, I'm like, would you let us interview you? <laughs> what did he say? He's like, maybe. Okay, okay, we'll work on it, we'll work on it. We'll get it. But yeah, I was like, oh, it'd be so cool to see like dad point of view because yeah. it's so different and there's so much. So it's not much. shared that often. No, it's not, it's so bizarre. And then I remember when we were pregnant and talking about delivery and trying to make a plan for it. Mm-hmm. He was so like not down for the delivery part. He's a very mm-hmm. nauseous person, very okay, yeah, oh, not into surgery, not into any of that. And, yeah, you know, I, I was remarkably patient with that. I did, I did not need him to be in there in order to wait, 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 wait. So he didn't know if he wanted to be in the room at all. Oh, he couldn't. He couldn't. So we went, oh. we went C-section. We were uh, urgent C-section. And um, <laughs> I'm like drugged up like nobody's business. Oh, you're can't nervous. feel a thing. It's wonderful. Yeah. And I'm trying to calm him down <laughs> because like with those maternal instincts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I literally I'm like it's okay, hon. <laughs> Don't worry. We're gonna try. Like I'm getting like j- jolted and everything as I'm getting like cut open, and he's yeah. just like I can't even look at you right now. Like I can't do this. It was too much. Yeah. And I I wish more than anything I had a good like five minutes of private time to just tell him like if this is going to be traumatic for you you don't need to go in because right. I, I didn't need him in there to successfully have a baby and it's yeah. not in a way of like I'm a woman I can do it myself it's of course. like I literally I can't even do anything like the doctors are doing this you can't physically do anything yeah. just, just take a picture for me if you can was really my attitude right um, he literally needed to be escorted out of the room got um, his own nursing team <laughs> his juice box what? and he was brought in 45 minutes after okay after he like was mellow and calmed down and it, it, was, it was perfect it was it was funny well that's <laughs> gonna have to be our next episode is birth stories because yeah we need to get into that oh my gosh i don't feel like i've gotten to actually hear your whole birth story and yeah. i i don't know it was quite the experience, for sure. Um, but I love that we both get to share our perspectives. Of, um, because I was VBAC and you were C-section cesarean. Yes. So that'll be super interesting. Oh, my gosh. I know. And then um, did you – I'm so curious. Did you want a vaginal birth the whole time? Or were I did. you either or? I was so set on having an unmedicated um, vaginal birth. 
actually, this is something I do regret through pregnancy was Ooh. right away I was like team midwife and home birth. And oh. I let the people around me talk me out of having a home birth. Um, and I regret that so much, yeah. just seeing how my birth went. I feel that I really could have been successful in a home setting. Oh. Um, so if there ever is another kid, which I don't, <laughs> don't see in the I don't see it happening for me. Um, I would totally try and go that route. But yeah. oh my gosh, I I um I don't know if you follow her. Her name is Nikki Heaton, mm -hmm. and she is just this remarkable person who talks so much about home births and really not like falling for everybody else's opinion of how yeah. you should do it. And she's just incredible. Like, I wish she would write a book about it. She's uh, becoming a doula. We need it. Uh, yeah. And she, she literally did the home birth, the bath, the whole thing. And she, she was talking about how she, like, screwed in hooks uh, to be able to hold on to around oh, her wall. Really? And everything. Like, she made it her oasis. Wow. And I, I just, I wish that yeah. I had done enough research to even really think of that as an option. I love doctors, my mom's been a nurse for 30 years, yeah. and I find comfort in hospitals. Absolutely. Not everybody else does, but um, yeah, I absolutely was like, yeah, I want a hospital, I want this. I, I am open, because whatever's gonna happen is what's gonna happen. Yeah. Later I learned you, they make more money when you get a C-section, so I'm mm. like, was it really urgent? Was it really this situation? I don't know. But what I do know is baby's heart rate, heart rate was dropping. That's that and that I all I have is their word, you know. So I, yeah. I am curious how how that would have gone. But in the moment, I did not want to push. I knew that I didn't want that. Yeah. So that was really interesting. It's oh it's intense. <laughs> the whole experience, and then my sister's pregnant. I know. Uh, and oh do in. Oh my gosh, what is it? Um, October seventeenth. We're in August right coming up. The end of August. I know. Wow. Oh, you know yes. what else is coming up? Oh, your birthday. <laughs> my birthday is tomorrow. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think um, this is the best birthday gift ever. I'm so happy to be sitting here with oh you and God. finally doing this. I know. This has been a long time coming. Between we we each started our own YouTube. Yep. Um, we've both been like full of the big dreams. Oh my god. Always. Like, Always. Huge. Huge. Oh my gosh. Like I think we're not gonna be satisfied till we're like a fraction of, I guess, the Kardashian lifestyle. Yeah, you know, that's exactly what I'm like, even for. a fraction of it. Just, oh, we've always wanted it, and I, I, yeah. I feel like the new standard is now to have a YouTube plaque, Absolutely. just with the new, <laughs> the new generation of kids. Yeah, and influencers like every. If you don't have a plaque, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's weird, but I think that's where my mindset's been. Yeah, so I'm really excited to have. Here's poor you here. I cannot wait to see where this takes us. Oh my gosh, we're gonna we're gonna score. Yeah, I'm gonna do Probably a good place to wrap up this episode yes, then. Or this teaser, I don't know if it's an episode <laughs> or a teaser. Um, and then maybe we come back next week and we share our birth stories. I love that. I think that is such a nice easy way to introduce ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Well I think that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with us. Um, and we will be back.